Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning. I'm Father Brian Christensen. I'm Karen Kiepis. And this is Real Presence Live on this Friday in November, uh, live from the Black Hills of South Dakota, high above. <laughs> but not too high. Not too high. Uh, we're broadcasting from the uh, studios here at the Our Lady of Perpetual Help Cathedral in Rapid City. And uh, what a great and blessed day here today. Um, thanks for joining us. Um, how about we begin in prayer, Karen? Sounds great. All right, let's pray. In the name of the Father. And of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father, we lift up uh, our praise, our adoration, our thanks to you for the wonders of your uh, creation, for the new creation that you have given us in your Son, Jesus Christ. In this month of November, uh, we commend to you our deceased relatives and friends and all the souls in purgatory that in your mercy they may rejoice in the joy of the heavenly kingdom with all the saints in light. We ask all these things through your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. Amen. St. Joseph. Pray Pray for us. Our Lady of Perpetual Help. Pray for us. All right, Karen, we have a great show this morning. we got a great lineup uh, here for Real Presence Live um, and some really good banter coming later in the show so <laughs> stay tuned for that that's going to be entertaining good, good banter so usually i greet our uh, listeners um from the sunny yeah. black hills of south dakota but today shockingly we have a little overcast a little yeah i, I it's just the gray days of november uh it's still very beautiful though yeah i you know that um this whole darkness of the winter time is uh hard on people including your host (laughs) i don't know like uh yeah like when you wake up in darkness and then by the time like half the day is over i mean 4 30 whatever it is is starting to go down again Mm -hmm. like darkness to darkness i'm like okay you can understand why like we celebrate christmas here yeah you know right after the uh the solstice there right right um the light of christ coming to the world so still getting darker i'm ready for some more light though already 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 i swear i'm totally ready for that so i i personally enjoy this time of year do you like what not the darkness part i do you do it's like i look at the clock and i'm like oh it's like five o'clock but i can slow down i can rest i don't have to go until nine i I was talking with a mom the other day here at the parish and she said you know like uh you know, by seven o'clock, with the, it's been dark for two plus hours. She's like, "Okay, everybody, let's go to bed." Exactly. <laughs> and they're like, "Mom, Mom it's, it's only seven, seven. but it's dark." But it's dark. You know, <laughs> you have to think about our, you know, our ancestors. You know, they they yep. went to bed when it got dark, yep. right? What are they? They they finished their work. They had a meal, whatever. They burned the candle or the oil for right. a little while, but. Can't afford to keep that going all night long. Well, and I have to say, my garden's dead. It's a beautiful time of the year. Yeah. (laughs) 
That means less work. It means less work. Harvest. Have I you love done garden. a lot of pickling, canning, yeah. that kind yeah, of stuff? Yeah, I did. I did a lot of canning and a lot of just, I think we did three or 400 pounds of tomatoes this year. Tomatoes, wow. So I'm, I'm tired. Different types of tomatoes? You Use Roma. Roma I tomatoes. I like to make sauce. Very good. Sauce and more sauce. So. Well, we're here, Real Presence Radio Live. Real Presence Live? Yeah, Real Presence Live, Father. <laughs> and we're joined by uh, Reedy Wilson. Somebody bring him more coffee. <laughs> we got, hey, we got our coffee and Karen brought donuts this I morning. did. I so. played my part. All right, so I'm ready with a little bit of sugar, a little bit of caffeine to welcome uh, Reedy Wilson. Welcome to Real Presence Live. Thank you. Uh, Reedy is the um, uh, director uh, for Terra Sancta Retreat Center here in Rapid City, a beautiful uh, place here in the Black Hills. Um, Reed, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, Father Brian, I am um, actually born and raised in this area in the beautiful Black Hills of South Dakota. Um, I ended up going to New Mexico for my undergraduate education, but then ultimately graduated from Northern, Northern State in Aberdeen. And then began a career in university um, administration. I worked uh, residence life, student um, development, student conduct, etc. Um, student conduct. Student. I was a student conduct officer. All right. So That's yes, so. I had some um, interesting meetings at different times <laughs> to kind of help students back onto the right path, or. That was the goal. That was the goal. Yes. <laughs> sometimes it worked. Sometimes it didn't. Um, so through that experience, I was able to um, work, travel, live in multiple locations. I was in New Mexico for a total of six years on and off, Colorado, Wyoming, Kentucky, and then um, worked at three different schools in South Dakota. My most previous position with was with the School of Mines, okay. which was um, a joy. And then during the fundraising campaign for Terra Sancta with um, now Cardinal Supich, he was describing the spiritual life center that was going to be happening. And I had leaned over, I was there with my parents, and I leaned over to my mom and I said, running that place would be a real cool job. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, it was. And it is yeah, yeah. a real cool job. So anyway, um, for since the October of 2011, I have been working for the diocese as the director of the retreat center. Well, wonderful. Yeah. You were just mentioning, you know, during the, the fundraising uh, to um, purchase and renovate mm-hmm. uh, this retreat center, Terra Sancta or Holy Land. Mm-hmm. Can you kind of give a little bit of the history of the the property, the buildings, and then the transformation that occurred, you know, back then in 2011, 2012. Sure. So the Sisters of St. Martin Monastery um, owned the property, um, I believe, in the, you know, the 50s and 40s. It was a respite location um, because when they first came to the um, Western South Dakota, the sisters, uh, the Benedictines, did just so much for our area. They brought in schools, um, hospitals. They ran the nursing um, college in Western South Dakota for years, um, St. John's Hospital. And um, they had a boarding school in Sturgis for girls and had become kind of landlocked in Sturgis. And their um, chapel is still there. It's by the courthouse. Yeah, um, beautiful in chapel. Sturgis. Beautiful there. chapel. But you can see where... 
the town was going around them and they just didn't have as much. Well, they owned 600 acres in this valley just outside of Rapid City and made the decision then to, to build um, a new monastery. And it is a 150,000 square foot building that had dormitories for the girls, the school, classrooms, um, a, a beautiful, amazing chapel. And then the sisters, um, part of the building that had housing and they even had a wing that was going to be set aside for novitiates. And then as we all know, um, not that many novitiates actually came. Yeah, not many novices. Yeah. You're talking about right around 1960. And that was an yeah. incredible time here yeah. in Rapid City for the Catholic Church in Western South Dakota. It was the building of the new St. Uh, Martin's Monastery, mm-hmm. you know, there in that beautiful valley, uh, mm-hmm. building of the Cathedral mm-hmm. of Our Lady of Perpetual Help, also the building of the school, mm-hmm. uh, cathedral, uh, school across the street, uh, mm-hmm. which is now uh, St. Thomas More Middle School. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, just a, a big kind of boom, if you will, in uh, Catholic life and the structures that supported Catholic life mm-hmm. here in the 1960s. Uh, so, I um, mean, the sisters also there at St. Martin's had a, had a school as well. Yes, they did. They had that girls' school, and then they had, um, I think, that um, boys started coming to school, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe in the 70s or 80s. I'm not too familiar with that um, history. And then um, the, they closed their school, but St. Thomas More um, then rented, I think, the facility from them for a little while. And then the sisters repurposed their spaces. They um, had uh, retired uh Person housing. They uh, Sister Carol ran a daycare, um, which I think a lot of kids. I know I had nieces and nephews who were there. Uh, so there were different things that they were doing. But then they made the hard decision, I believe, in the two thousands, um, to to downsize. So they had connections with Good Samaritan Society, and they knew that Good Sam. Uh, they were looking for a location to have a retirement community. So about 200 acres are now twin homes, and then they, uh, all different levels of living. So it's apartment-style housing for them, assisted living, nursing home recently um, came into fruition for them as well. Through that, they were able to continue their health care uh, that they had brought to Western South Dakota. They then approached the diocese about purchasing the facility in 200 acres, through both the Rapid City Catholic School System and the diocese, we were able to then carry on their their work in education and prayer. Yeah, so it's no, just it's a beautiful, a... beautiful story to continue their legacy. Right, right. So um, the whole campaign uh, that was developed back then under now Cardinal Supich mm-hmm. um, include the schools, mm-hmm. you know, the Rapid City Catholic schools and the diocese as a whole to raise money both to purchase the land mm-hmm. and the buildings, those 200 mm-hmm. acres that you mentioned, um, and then to, reno- and to renovate them as well. Yes. So before we get to that, because I think that's a powerful story mm-hmm. of great faith and generosity, the We Walk by Faith uh, campaign, mm-hmm. um, could you just describe the setting of where oh. now, where Good Sam is, where... Terra Sancta Retreat Center is what? What does that look like as people would come driving into? Because I, you hear it's in Rapid City, but um, it yeah, it doesn't. It sure doesn't feel like it's in Rap, no. in Rapid City. <laughs> it does not. Well, one one of the clues is that the, the gravel road that's just down the the road from us is called Hidden Valley Road, and it is definitely a hidden valley. 
Uh, it's beautiful, serene, peaceful. And so many people um, talk about to get to the retreat center, one of the ways to get there is off of Sturgis Road, which is Highway 79 heading north out of Rapid City. And you, when you turn off of that and onto St. Martin Drive, you, you wind through the trees and you come up on top of a hill. And when you're at the top of that hill, at the beautiful scenery, there is Terra Sancta. Yeah, it drops into a beautiful drops into valley, a valley. And it's like in this beautiful oasis among the pine oh, trees. It's yeah. <laughs> exactly so, how you feel. And, 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 you know, when you come over that hill, the first thing you really catches your attention is that beautiful chapel, which is kind of a soaring, um, I don't know, like an A-frame kind of going mm-hmm. up. And it has a beautiful slope roof. So it just catches you in the cross that's there. I think the sisters describe it as um, think of praying hands, praying hands pointing, pointing toward the sky. With yeah. a cross at the top of it. It is an, an absolutely beautiful architectural building. Mm-hmm. And they, they really were thoughtful in how they, they put it together. The chapel with that soaring roof is in the center of the entire facility. Just calling to mind that God is at the center of all that we do. Should yeah, be. no, architecturally it does capture that sense mm-hmm. that God's at the, at the center of all things and at the center of the communal life there mm-hmm. and now the center of the life of the retreat center as well. Yeah, and uh, describe the 200 acres that, that sure. is Terra Sancta. Sure. So the, the, the main part of the, the, the facility is on kind of a flat area in the, in the base of the valley, and then most of our acreage is the hillside behind us, which is covered with ponderosa pines. It's got... Um, little crooks and canyons and a beautiful walking trails that were developed uh, during that renovation time, almost a mile and a half of walking trails. And then they were very intentional about winding that trail around uh, so you have little spots where you can have quiet reflection time and, and have a beautiful view of a canyon or the overlook or out to the to the prairie or yeah you know i've been up there on retreat uh many times Mm -hmm. and love to take a walk on the trail and uh sit along one of those canyons those Mm -hmm. rock canyons kind of drop down and away and um several times just being there you know the deer will just kind of sneak up on you because they Mm -hmm. they don't know you're there you don't know they're Mm -hmm. there they're like whoa so Mm -hmm. the deer and then turkeys you got turkeys out there too i have turkeys yes yeah yes so uh the occasional mountain lion the occasional mountain lion yeah just to keep you on your toes Yeah, no, so uh, keep you on your toes while you're out there resting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but it is it's absolutely a gorgeous setting and a beautiful place uh, for retreat. Um, and just, just before we go to the break, um, what? How did the how did the whole We Walk by Faith go? I mean, can you describe a little bit about that campaign? Um, just from my perspective, I was brought on um, towards the end of it. Um, we We were shown the plans for what the We Walk by Faith campaign was all about, which was focused on purchasing the facility, the acreage, and then ensuring that there was a place that was that could serve as the hub for the diocese, so that the diocese had somewhere that was home. We have the cathedral as the heart, um, and then we needed a home where activities outside of the liturgies could also take place. Yeah, no, and I think uh, just the widespread support from 
across Western South Dakota, you know, all the parishes, many, so many contributors that joined in to, to make this their home. And mm-hmm. when we come back from the break, we'll uh, talk a little bit more about actually how that has become over these 10 years uh, a real home uh, for uh, folks, not only in Western South Dakota, but from around the region who take advantage of the spiritual retreat and the encounter with God in that beautiful setting. Mm-hmm. We'll be back after the break at Real Presence Live from Rapid City, South Dakota. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, the Executive Director of Riverview Place in Fargo. The blessing of our foundation built on faith and our sense of fellowship strengthens our sense of safety, security, and community. This is what the region has come to rely on at Riverview Place for the past 35 years. We'd love to have you join us. Call 701-237-4700 to set up a tour today or check us out at homeishere.org. Do you know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish? One who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Hey, welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Karen Gibas along with... Father Brian Christensen. And we are speaking with Rini Wilson from Terrasanta Retreat Center here in the beautiful Rapid City area. We like to say it's in Rapid City, but... You would never think you're in Rapid City, right, Rena? Right, but we're we're within the city limits. I <laughs> we're on the city water system. No. Yeah, I know. That's there exactly you go. Right. There there it is. Is. That's how you know. When there you get your water bill, you're definitely in the city. Yes, confirmed. Yes. <laughs> but it is really a rustic uh, setting. Uh, you really feel like you're in the, the Black Hills when you're out there at Terra Sancta. Terra Sancta means holy land. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, describe a little bit the facility itself, the retreat center itself, like, People walk into the retreat center now. We kind of describe the 
the land and the places surrounding it. But as I walk in, what what kind of atmosphere is it? And also, I'm also uh, uh, intrigued always by the the names of the places inside. <laughs> yes, that's inside amazing. Inside the retreat sure. center. So that was uh, so entering. Entering the retreat center from from our entrance, <laughs> so it is a it is a huge facility. I mentioned before, one hundred and fifty thousand square feet. Roughly sixty percent of that is the school, mm-hmm. and then that the chapel is a good part of that too. It is it is a an amazing, beautiful chapel, stained glass that's just jewel toned and and deep and rich. Um, then we have. Meeting rooms, lodging rooms, dining rooms, spaces for people to to just be quiet, be with the Lord, have a meeting, have a workshop, have a retreat, family reunions. There's just so many different things that, that do happen at the retreat center. And the architecture, they're really... That the team that did the renovation was very thoughtful in how they incorporated the old and the new. So the the building itself is the walls are made from native limestone um, set in concrete. Some of it's it, there's different techniques that they used, but it's just a beautiful like burgundy purpley stone. Uh, and then they were able to to bring in different textures and and paint colors and just surfaces that marry with that so beautifully. And there's just a sense. I I use the phrase, I blame the sisters <laughs> for the peace and serenity that you feel in that space. They prayed there mm-hmm. for more than 50 years. And it just there's just such an essence of them that is still there that just brings that comfort and peace to people. It is a, I mean, yeah, definitely, you know that it's been a spiritual home for a long, long time, that mm-hmm. God's worked there in many ways. Um, but I do think the architecture... Uh, the way that it was, as you mentioned, incorporating the old and the new um, is a warm feeling. Like you f- feel at peace also mm-hmm. because of the way that it's designed mm-hmm. and laid out and um, and the naming of the different rooms. Yeah. So that was actually now Bishop Stephen from Cheyenne mm-hmm. was very intentional about this is the, in essence, the, the new holy land. So then the, the rooms are named after locations where Jesus was mm. at different points. So, so the dining room, for example, Emmaus, Emmaus, right? The road to Emmaus, they encountered Jesus in the breaking of the bread and um, some other rooms that are there, conference rooms or Jerusalem, lives. Bethel, Bethany, Bethlehem, right. Jericho, Capernaum. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, it's really, you know, that whole sense. And the, the chapel itself is the Holy Cross Chapel. Holy. Oh, the, so now we have two chapels. There's the, the, Chapel that was there with the sisters, Holy Cross Chapel, that seats, gosh, we had an an event several years ago called the Summit with the Diocese. We had almost 650 people in the chapel. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then then we have a second chapel that was part of the renovation piece that will seat about 30 people. And that works beautifully for, you know, quiet time, reflection time when people are just on personal retreats or want to spend a day in quiet. But it also works for those groups that have... No, 15, 20 people, 30, 30 people sitting shoulder to shoulder is not, I don't consider it to be too peaceful, but it works. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's a very beautiful place to pray there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so, tell us a little bit about the lodging that's there. What can I expect if I oh, uh, sure. call you up or get online and book some quiet time? Uh, for Absolutely. myself or my family or friends, we want to go out to Terra Sancta and 
Sure. So we have two different types of lodging. We have our economy lodging, which is uh, what we call the monastic rooms, and that's literally where the sisters had lived. Mm -hmm. So those are smaller rooms. I compare them to my time in college life, uh, the dorm rooms. So it's a twin-size bed, and there's bunked, so two people can stay in those as long as somebody's willing to climb that ladder. (laughs) Uh, And then they, they do have a sink. They have air conditioning, heating that's controlled within the room. Uh, so getting people those uh, um, in-room thermostats was a big part of, of making sure that the retreat. Uh, early on, there was uh, one of the priests who was with us. He used the phrase erase distractions. So that's always been something that, that we have worked toward is that when you're there, it, distractions are erased and you can just spend time with the Lord. So the things in the lodging rooms kind of work toward that. Okay. You can control your own thermostat. So hot, cold, the temperature hopefully is not a distraction for sure, you. Sure. So those rooms, uh, there's a common restroom down the hall from them. Uh, there's also a prayer room on that floor, a kitchen that, that all lodging guests are welcome to use. Kind of a neat thing about the kitchen on that wing, there it was formerly the sister's laundry area. Okay. And so there is a patio just outside the kitchen, and that's where the sisters had put their laundry to dry. But now it's just a beautiful little patio that's got the view of a courtyard. Mm -hmm. Um, You can see the hills over the top of the building, etc. Our other style of lodging we call family style lodging, which is pretty much a hotel room. Mm -hmm. So queen-size beds, private bath, in-room thermostat. But the neatest thing about our lodging rooms are quilts. Yes. Tell us about those quilts. They're so beautiful. Oh, my goodness. So we, we have almost 100, I think 170 to 180 quilts that fit our twin-size beds. And then we have, I should say, combined twin-size beds and those queen-size beds. So every room is different and unique and shows a beautiful, beautiful quilts that have been donated to the retreat center. Where did the, where, where the quilts come from? They came from literally all over, but a majority of them obviously came from our diocese. There were several parishes who did quilting groups. Blessed Sacrament, they had a quilters group, and then just in total from Blessed Sacrament, more than 50 quilts were mm-hmm. donated. Cathedral had beautiful quilts donated. Martin, um, Sacred Heart Church in Martin had uh, a quilting group. They donated 20 quilts from just yeah. Little Isn't Sacred Heart Parish in, oh, in Martin. I love if you, uh, if you flip up your quilt. Most of them, Most yes. of them have a little who made it who or made what it. parish mm-hmm. it came from dedicated to... The people on retreat at Terrasanta mm-hmm. staying there at Terrasanta. So yeah, they're really. I always, and, and I always look. Yeah. I always flip up my quilt. Yes. <laughs> Where did this come from? And who made it? You know, yes. I just think it's really a beautiful thing. Well, and I'm thinking of like just. I know there are some from Timberlake. There were some from Pier Fort Pier. There were some from Lemon. Right. I mean, just literally all over. Yeah. Even from outside of the diocese, there have been quilts donated. So yeah, no, that's yes. great. Uh, another thing that uh, that is uh, something I look forward to uh, on retreat or when I'm at a conference out there is the food. food. I knew where you were going with that one, Father. <laughs> the food is spectacular. Tell us about the we food are, service there. We are absolutely blessed to have Regina Rangel Sanchez as our head chef. Uh, she. She was a graphic designer in her previous life, and her sons loved her cooking and had always encouraged her to go to culinary school, so she did. Uh, and it is to our uh, blessing and benefit that she, she chose that road, that the, God led her there. 
And um, she had been working at a, a hotel venue in the Black Hills area when the, the position became open. And Father Janusz Corbin had Facebook messaged her, I believe is the story, and said, maybe you should consider this. And we are so thankful that she did. Right. She, she right. has just, there's, yes, the food is amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. beautiful for breakfast, lunch, dinner, uh, lots of options that you can. And mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's, and it is always, always delicious. Yes. I've never been disappointed. Never. <laughs> never been no. disappointed. Yeah. So, um, you've been mentioning, have we been visiting here with Rini Wilson from the Terra Sancta Retreat Center here in Rapid City? about the various kind of events that happen there. Um, but mm-hmm. besides retreats, what else is going on? What is organized? What's what's available to people? Um, if they went to your website, Terra Sancta mm-hmm. uh, website, um, what would they find? What's offered to them and inviting for them to come and participate out at Terra Sancta? Well, right now, we're getting ready for our 10th anniversary. So we will have a lineup of different events that will occur during 2022, beginning with the Beatitudes uh, two-day mini-retreat with Bishop Stephen from Cheyenne. And that should be a beautiful, wonderful experience for people. The diocese has many different programs at the retreat center. One of the things that people just don't think of is that Uh, If you have a business or you have a team or an organization and you just want a quieter place to have a meeting or um, workshop of some kind, we have this space and facility. We can provide a lunch. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just just a quieter location for those types of things to to take place. We also have people who just enjoy, when they they visit the Black Hills, they just want a quieter place to, to stay. Yeah. Um, and as long as we have space, we don't have a retreat going on or something, people are welcome to to stay with us in our lodging rooms. Yeah, no, it's really amazing. Um, you, I know, like you mentioned, the diocese has various things. They run their catechetical program out mm-hmm. there. They have their vocations, youth camps out there. Mm-hmm. They have uh, marriage preparation retreats mm-hmm. out there. One is things. starting this evening. One yes. is starting this evening. Yes. I'll be out there for confessions tonight around awesome. 8 o'clock. There yeah, you 8 go. 8 o'clock tonight. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, it's just a, a great place. What, uh, what would you like to just share uh, as we kind of wrap up this segment about your experience of being the director there? What's it done for you being in that setting every day? I, it's, it has really impacted my faith life and my relationship with the Trinity. Um, to, to know there are just different moments, especially as we've been preparing for this 10th anniversary, like thinking back on the past 10 years and just those, those different little moments when it was like, wow, God is really in control. Um, and I just need to let things turn things over to him. And there's just so many little moments where um, the Holy Spirit, you just knew the Holy Spirit was around you um, and growing my relationship with Jesus. And then just knowing that our father is there caring for us all. It's just, it's just been a beautiful experience. Well, th- Thank you, uh, Rini Wilson from Terra Sancta, for being with us this morning on Real Presence Live. Uh, we wish you the best Thank and you. God's blessings on your ministry out there mm-hmm. uh, and all that God wishes to do through the Terra Sancta Retreat Center, and especially as you come up and celebrate this amazing milestone on the 10th anniversary of Terra Sancta. I'm Father Brian Christensen. I'm Karen Gibis. This is Real Presence Live. We'll be back after the break with Sister Rachel from the Diocese of Rapid City. Live. Engaging and local, this is Real Presence Live 
where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Network.